We build up to the start of the AFL season today on the Splash, assessing the power rankings, where your club ranks ahead of season 2018 based on pre-season and everything else and form and all the rest of it. It's Monday, the 19th of March. It's time for your daily dose of Sporting Agenda, your audio edition of the Fox Sports homepage, The Splash, with your host, Phil Pryor. Thank you for tuning in on this Monday edition of The Splash. Fox Footy's Max Lawton joins us in just a moment. He's put together a big power rankings piece on the Fox Sports website, assessing where every club ranks heading into the new season. So, uh, so we're going to ask him all about that in just a moment. Uh, how about the first two rounds of the NRL season? It has been an absolute cracking kickoff to season 2018. That is for sure. Uh, and commentators Warren Smith and Matt Russell gave us a full rundown of round two over at the Take Me Now I Have Seen It All podcast. So be sure to go and check that out uh, now. It is time for headlines and just a quick reminder, of course, that uh, you can get the Experts Edge over at Unibet. So be sure to go and check out the Unibet website. That is unibet.com.au. And also be sure to download the Unibet app. Firstly, in the NRL, the NRL plans to throw the book at the Panthers fan that racially abused South star Greg Inglis. Uh, the league is still on the hunt for this fan uh, and the Panthers are re- still reviewing CCT footage to find him, basically. Uh, also, the NRL has revealed today that it's considering adding two immortals uh, this year, so certainly something to monitor there. In motorsport, Daniel Ricciardo has began the busiest week of the year as he prepares for the Australian Grand Prix this weekend. Uh, We're going to keep you up to date all week in regards to that uh, and certainly do a GP edition on the splash later this week. Former Kiwi fast bowler Shane Bond has taken over the head coaching reins at the Sydney Thunder. The Western Bulldogs will host the second AFLW Grand Final at Icon Park. And four Richmond Premiership players, no less, are in doubt for Thursday night's season opener against Carlton. And Max Lawton, Fox footy journo, joins me from Melbourne. Max, uh, the Tigers seem like the perfect place to kick off and bring in uh, your power rankings yarn, which has just gone up on the website. Basically... ranking and rating every AFL club 1 through to 18 based on where we think they sit heading into the season. Welcome to the Splash, firstly, Max. Thank you very much for having me. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure indeed. Now, uh, yeah, starting with the Tigers at the top, uh, it's probably important to uh, just sort of let the listeners know, firstly, how power rankings are determined um, and how, uh, I suppose, clearly the Tigers sit at the top uh, being the defending premiers. So how do they sit there and and how is is everything else sort of uh, worked out? 
Yeah, well, it's uh, we get a panel of experts together in the Fox Footy office each week. We go through who we think is uh, from best to worst. Everyone puts in a ballot, and we sort of work it out mathematically what's the best average position for every club. And yeah. it all comes out in the wash. It's all about numbers. It's all about everyone has their own opinion. They can say, oh, I don't particularly like this team. That might weigh down a team. But yeah. all mathematically, you know, the wisdom of crowds, that sort of thing gets you to what we have now. And Richmond ranked at the top. Uh, a lot of people respecting them, given that they did win the Premiership. They may not necessarily have been the best team all of last year. And Adelaide probably has that title because they finished on top. But... Yeah. Richmond are the Premiers, so you have to believe in them as the best team right now, at least. And based off their pre-season, they did nothing to um, sway anyone away from them, I suppose. No, as you mentioned at the top, there's a couple of injury concerns for them, but for the most part, they're pretty fit. They look very good in their two JLT community series games, so form doesn't appear to be an issue. So no real worrying signs yet. It's We'll have to see if they have the premiership hangover that the Bulldogs suffer from as people start to figure out their game plan. But for now, they look the goods. Yeah, what are the uh, the injury issues um, that we uh, touched on heading into Thursday night's season opener against the Blues? Yeah, there's a couple of players sort of already going to be out. Bashar Hooli, I believe, Dion Prestia, and Daniel Rioli, who's recovering from surgery he had after the grand final. They're all questionable. They're probably not going to be in action. So there's a few players there. But when you look at Richmond, they had quite a few small forwards in particular who easily could have slotted into that grand final side. Uh, so it's not too much of a concern, even when they've got those injuries. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I see Adelaide, Sydney, and the Giants uh, round out the top four, uh, no real surprises there. You don't look at any of those clubs and go, oh, okay, yeah, they're going to finish top four. Interesting. But it's more, you've got the Melbourne Demons moving up reasonably sharply. Um, mm-hmm. they're, they're sixth in the power rankings. And interestingly, the Cats and the Bombers. Uh, the Bombers sit at eighth, but the Cats are, are sliders. A lot of them, uh, a lot of people and punters and experts have the Cats finishing this season in the top four somewhere? Um, clearly, the power rankings don't respect the Cats. <laughs> clearly not. I do, certainly, as a fan, but objectively, <laughs> uh, the power rankings do not as much. They're a weird case, Geelong. They've, we've had so much talk about their injuries this preseason with Patrick Dangerfield and Gary Ablett. I think Ablett will probably play in round one, Dangerfield maybe not. But even saying that, this is a team that's finished in the top two on the ladder, eight of the last 11 seasons. Yeah. They've made two straight preliminary finals. But the problem is they haven't looked any good in those prelim finals. <laughs> they haven't looked great in the finals for the most part. And they just don't seem to impress people. They've got quite a few players at the bottom of their list who no one thinks are any good. They keep winning and they keep getting into these good positions. But no one believes them enough to put them into that top four. And that also speaks to how many teams are contenders this year. The, yeah. you know, Richmond, Adelaide and Sydney sort of had a gap in the votes where they were a clear top three favourites to win the flag. But I can honestly see any of the top ten winning the Premiership. And even saying that, Collingwood and St Kilda are 11th and 12th. If they put their stuff together, they could get into the finals. And as we saw with the Bulldogs and with Richmond, once you're in there, you can do anything. Why will the the Ds all of a sudden, um, you know, realise some of their potential and expectation, uh, unlike previous seasons where... Everyone's expecting them to, to start climbing sharply given all the talent on their list. But why will this year be different? Because there has been a lot of feeling that this will be the year, finally, that the Ds can uh, sort of break into that top eight. 
Well, I mean, they were as close as they could have been last year. They literally missed out on the finals by percentage because West Coast kicked a couple of goals late against Adelaide in the final game of the season. So when you've got that slim of a margin between your team and finals and you've got such a young list, you have to believe in them because what we see from younger teams is they're more likely to have these big jumps or big falls because you've got the, the variable nature of youth. They could just suddenly improve. And everyone believes in Melbourne. And there are a few teams that people just aren't so certain of. West Coast, the team that uh, did get into the finals ahead of Melbourne, has dropped in most people's estimation. And they recruited well. Trade period bringing in Jake Lever from Adelaide, an incredibly talented young defender. Mm. The perfect sort of fit for their list. There's just a lot of belief, even though if you include the women's team, three straight Melbourne teams have missed out on the finals or the grand final by percentage. They're becoming a bit of a, a trend here. The, the, the meme used to be that Richmond finished ninth. Now it might be Melbourne. <laughs> uh, and the 2016 Premiers, the Bulldogs, uh, they've generated some pre-season hype that they might get over their Premiership hangover and, and force their way back uh, into the pointy end of the latter, but uh, but the the list of panelists that have helped you compile this power rankings suggest not. You've got them at tenth. Yeah, which is where they finished at the end of last season. Which I thought of. I, I think that says a lot about what they did, or rather, what they didn't do in the off season. They they made a couple of trades, but it was things like sending Jake Stringer out, bringing in a younger player and Josh Shackey as a forward. But Stringer already was their top goalkeeper last year with the lowest total for a top Bulldogs goal kicker since the 80s. Yeah, so they've been wow. struggling to score and to send out their probably best offensive player says that they may struggle to score. We don't know who's going to kick goals for them. And if they can't do that, it doesn't matter how good their midfield is. They've got a problem. And another couple of um, Melbourne clubs in uh, Collingwood and St Kilda. Why, why can't that, uh, they uh, you know, show some improvement? They've been sort of floating in that bottom half of the ladder for a number of years now as well. Yeah, that's the thing with something like this, with the power rankings, is that you really have to... Everyone has to believe in a team for them to rise up the ladder yeah. because there's all those votes coming in. And you maybe one person might have, like, oh, I just have a feeling that Collingwood will finally get through or St Gilda will finally push up the ladder. But if everyone doesn't, they're going to stay down in that mess of uh, teams in the middle of the ladder. And they're very much like the Bulldogs, where neither team did a huge amount in the trade period to change their fortunes. Collingwood brought in one player who was a Sydney rookie that no one had ever heard of. And they're expected to suddenly improve, despite the fact that they also can't score. St Kilda lost its two most famous players. They now work for Fox Footy instead of for St Kilda. So (laughs) there are still questions over both of those teams, and we're going to have to actually see them develop on the field before we start believing in them. And the Brisbane Lions, they finished uh, last last season. That granted them the first overall selection in uh, last year's end-of-season uh, national draft. Cam Rayner is with the club now, of course. Uh, Brisbane did pretty well in the draft. Uh, and you think perhaps it's about time they started climbing the ladder? around this club than there has been in years, unless you're talking about the women's team, given they're in another grand final. Uh, you've got Cam Rayner, who looks like an incredible talent and has a lot of potential, even in his first season. You've got Luke Hodge. So much experience, so much leadership, going to be a coach on the field, as we've seen even during the preseason for them. We've got Charlie Cameron coming over from Adelaide, a really exciting young forward, which is exactly what they need to start kicking some goals. And 
everything is so close at the bottom of the ladder. The bottom four last year were separated by one win in percentage. There was nothing between them all as to who was going to win the wooden spoon. Yeah. So Brisbane only needs to make a small improvement to jump out of the bottom four, and that's where we've got them in the power rankings. They're up in 14. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Max, uh, it feels like forever ago that the the Tigers lifted the Premiership Cup uh, at the MCG. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a really long preseason. I I know you can't wait for it to kick off. What are you most looking forward to this weekend in round one of the 2018 season? Okay, there's some big games coming up. I, I'm interested to see uh, Richmond what they look like on the first night of the season. Thursday night they face Carlton. Very much a should win game. Yeah. But it's still going to be great to see potentially 90,000 people at the MCG for that game. Adelaide-Essendon on Friday night is a huge game too. A lot of people do think Essendon's going to rise higher than we have them in the rankings. We have them eighth, but they recruited a lot of big names. They've been trying to improve year on year, and Adelaide, best team all year, as I said earlier on, until the grand final. So that's a huge test for them, but Essendon does play the game at home. Throughout the weekend, there's a bunch of huge games. Geelong Melbourne, one more with a spotlight. Sunday afternoon at the MCG. Geelong, where they struggle, Melbourne, their home ground. Geelong, maybe without Dangerfield, maybe without Ablett. That's a chance for Melbourne to catch them when they're unawares and get a really good start to this season where we think they're going to do well. Yeah, Maxi, a very nice insight for us there. I understand the Fox Football podcast, the Fox Footy podcast, I should say, returns this Wednesday with Ben Waterworth and uh, plenty of members of the Fox Footy gang throughout the season. Be sure to go over and subscribe to the Fox Footy podcast. Uh, Look out for that first one of the year previewing. A a full preview, much longer than this little um, uh, cameo uh, by Max on the splash. But thank you very much for joining us today, Max Lawton. Always a pleasure. One final reminder, go and check out the Fox Footy podcast kicking off for another year this Wednesday, And, of course, one final reminder also that Unibet gives you the expert's edge ahead of the AFL season in 2018 and, of course, the NRL season as well. Uh, as we build up to round three, it's been a cracking opening to the start of the NRL season as well after a fortnight's worth of action. Continue the conversation with myself uh, over at Twitter at Phil underscore prior that'll do us on this monday edition of the splash that's a wrap